1: Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. We love! Just got fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real American boys. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you on this July first? We are out of June, the very, very, very first. Pro-Life June in our generation, and welcome to the pro-life generation moving forward. You're locked and loaded right here on Live From America. I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live, free, or die Granite State of New Hampshire, and it is a blessing and an honor to do this job for you every single day I wake up and I say, God, thank you for this audience, for keeping the show going, because if it wasn't for you, there would be no LFA, there would be no LFA TV, and we wouldn't be on Real America's Voice News, so thank you all again very, very much. As I said, we just got out of June, going into July here in 2022, and uh, folks, I want to start the show out today by doing a little tribute to Dr. Uh, Doctor Zelenko. Uh, Dr. Zelenko, uh, as you may know, passed away, and uh, for, uh, for such a patriot out there, uh, Dr. Z Zelenko, for such a patriot out there, for such a fighter for this country, for, uh, for medical uh, mal- malpractice that he's seen the CDC and the United States government engage in, he's helped so many people, he's saved so many people's lives, uh, Dr. Zelenko, I'd like to go ahead and play if I could. Uh, some of his last moments, some of his last words on videos uh, about uh, the situation that he was going through. But this uh, this is how I would like you to remember Dr. Zelenko, as a calm man of God, knowing that he was going to be with God and wanted to leave you with a strong message of fighting until the end and the importance of fighting for your country and your medical freedom. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Zelenko.
0: Yeah, hi, this is Dr. Zelenko, and I'm making this video from my hospital bed. I just want to give a quick update. Uh, Many, many people have expressed their love and prayers, and uh, I'm very grateful, thank you. Uh, Unfortunately, I uh, had a MRI and a transesophageal echocardiogram called a TE, and it found a tumor in my right ventricle. That's the uh, lower right chamber of the heart. And on top of that tumor is a blood clot. Um, That's not pretty good news. It's not good news. And um, the treatment would be to go on blood thinners, which I'm on, to try to dissolve the clot. And then we have to figure out what to do with that tumor. to be frank, if that clot breaks off, that's a ticket to the next world. Uh, also, there are more tumors around my uh, lower left lobe and my lung. So I'm in a precarious situation. However, as D- King David writes, even though I walk in the shadow of death, I, f- I shall fear no evil. Amen. God is with me amen and I do really feel that way and those w- words resonate in my soul more now than ever in my life and there is a Talmudic teaching that even if the sword is on the on your neck a person should never give up hope and so I'm in a very good state of mind and as I frequently said they're gonna have to carry my body off the battlefield Oh, because my resolve To help humanity, the the vulnerable, the innocent, decent people, overcome this uh, terrible darkness and plague that is upon us. has never been stronger. And if I have to leave the world, uh, I accept God's will. But I encourage and plead with everyone else to up your game and, and... Stand up and resist. Uh, resist first within yourselves against giving into fear, and then resist publicly against the policies of tyranny which are coming again. Because it's pretty obvious what's going to happen right now. The World Health Organization, which is essentially funded by the sociopath Gates, is gaining uh, more and more power over sovereign nations. Gates messaged, 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 I think five or six months ago, that smallpox is a big threat. And then uh, supposedly was eradicated in 1980. And it was only found in two labs in uh, America and in Russia, in DSL level four labs, uh, the highest maximum security labs. And yet.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Zelenko, uh, I'd like to say for all those people out there, who had the pleasure of uh, following his career, especially in the last couple years with COVID-19. Sir, thank you for your service. Thank your family for the service that you've provided. Thank you for the lives that you've saved. But his message, folks, is if I have to leave this world, if that is God's will, then I will accept that. I am not afraid of where I am going. It's bringing tears to my eyes. He says, but you need to up your game. Now that another one is off the battlefield, you need to up your game. Now, I was supposed to have Dr. Zelenko on about a month ago. Scheduling plans didn't work out to have him on, and I really wish I would have now. But he was a big inspiration to a lot of people. He saved a lot of lives, and he will be missed. So, ladies and gentlemen, do as exactly as he said. It is time to up your game. It is time to get involved if you have not. If you've been on the fence, or if you think you could probably do more, it's time to up your game, because your personal comfort does not does not have priority over the safety and the longevity of these United States of America. And before you go into this Fourth of July weekend, which is a sacred uh, a sacred time for us here in America, I just want you guys to realize. When you go, as you go into this 4th of July weekend and you celebrate the birth of our nation, the greatest nation to ever, ever have lived, to ever have graced the, the, uh, the planet, um, and I would say probably, arguably, the most blessed nation on this earth ever, go into it remembering what makes America great. I understand you're going to fill your gas tanks up. It's going to cost 100 bucks, and it's going to be hard to get away from that. But go into this weekend. With your family and your friends. Forget about gas prices. Forget about all of the bad and evil out there because it will always exist. It will always exist and it will always be waiting around the corner like a hungry lion to devour you. It's never going anywhere. But this weekend, leading up until Monday and through Monday, be an American. Be an American and enjoy and celebrate the traditions that we do here in America. Amen? All right, folks, before we get into the Lord, I would like to read something to you. An email from Melissa. I hope you have a blessed 4th of July with your wife and your children. I wanted to tell you that the overturning of Roe v. Wade has inspired me to volunteer at the local crisis pregnancy center in my area. I am excited to begin helping the mothers-to-be Wow. And that is another way of getting involved. That's another form of getting involved. What a great, great email. Thank you so much for everything that you do for us. I deeply appreciate you, Eli, Sabrina, and your children working hard for us, Patriots. Also, my birthday is coming up on July 11th. Please give me a shout out, Melissa. We will do that. And thank you to Connie Breath, uh Cuff, Cut Breath, excuse me. Diana Packman and Judy Gansert for your donations and your kind words and your card. Folks, America is here. We're just getting warmed up. It's not going anywhere. This is going to be one heck of a patriotic show for you today. We're going to go through a lot of uh, scenarios and a lot of situations that we're going through to kind of see where we are, where we've been, where we're headed, and what is in, the few, and what you, uh, what is in store For the future of America. Here we go. July 1st, year of our Lord, 2022. Infinitely wise God, I know that you are good, but your ways are often mysterious. When I look at world events with so much rampant evil, it's easy for me to feel fearful and discouraged. I know you know what that feels like, you guys, but just listen. I find it impossible to fathom why you allow such cruelty. And suffering. Of course I recognize that you are infinite. And I am not. There are so many things that are simply beyond. My ability to comprehend. Amen. Thankfully every time I reach the limits of my understanding. I keep moving onward. By relying on my trust in you. Help me to stay in communication with you. Through silent and spoken prayers. Trusting in you with all my heart. Instead of leaning on my own understanding. I don't want to be stuck in this in a presumptuous posture of demanding to know why things happen as they do. I realize it's much better to ask, how do you want me to view this situation? And what do you want me to do right now? Though I can't change the past, I can start with the present moment and seek to find your way forward. Lord, teach me to trust you one day at a time. And let me hear you whispering this precious uh, assurance. Do not fear. I will help you. In your trustworthy name, Jesus, amen. Folks, that's exactly what we've been doing since November 4th of 2020. We have been saying, look, we cannot fix the past, but we can work on the present and we can move forward to make sure that it never happens again and that we can always hold the people accountable for the evil that they have done onto this world. Folks, please remove your hats and let's go to the Lord in prayer. All together, one large, live from America family, And the glory forever. Amen. Folks, we don't need to know all the answers. We're not meant to know all the answers. It is not your job to know all the answers. It is your job to spread the gospel. It is your job to help people. And it is your job to spread joy in this wonderful year of 2022. Let's go to our first commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is live from America. I'm coming to you from the Granite State of New Hampshire, and we've got one heck of a show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back right after this. Oh, thank you guys so very much. What a great, great uh, week we've been through. Yeah, we experienced a major loss at the southern border. I get it. I get it. But let me ask you this question. I know a lot of you would not agree with me, but I want to know your truthful and honest answer. Would you trade the southern border loss for all of the Supreme Court wins that we were handed down last week and this week? If the answer is yes, then you may not feel as fulfilled and as joyful as I do after the rulings that came down last week and this week. If your answer is no, I would not trade them, then you must feel the positivity. You must feel the shift in this country from evil to good. You must feel God changing his gaze back to us and putting us once again back in his blessing. Now, I know that not everybody agrees with that. I do. I know not everybody agrees with that. But ask yourself where you are currently in this world, in this social, political environment, where you stand. Because just by asking yourself that one very simple question, would I trade all of the wins that we got last week and this week for the loss of the southern border? You'll know where you stand and where you need to uh, contribute your time and contribute your skills and your God-given abilities to help this country get where you need it to be. I do like seeing your, all, all of your answers. And remember, when I ask you a question like that, it is not to start an argument. And when I ask you a question like that, I want your sincere and honest answers. It is not to start an argument or a debate. It's so you can see where you stand in this battle and in this fight personally. All of us have different priorities. All of us have different roads and paths that we think we should take to get there. The important thing is, is that we stay on that very narrow path that God has provided for his children, which is us, the Christians of this great nation. Can you please give my father-in-law a birthday shout out? 100 years old today, and he is a veteran. I would love to. What's his name? If you, gotta, if you ask me that question, you got to give me his name, because chances are I probably won't see that, uh, see your next comment that goes so fast. Who else's birthday is it today? How many birthdays do we have today? We have Dautet's birthday today. Who else? DeCluse, happy birthday today. Who else? Happy birthday, Maryland's 100-year-old fe- veteran grandfather-in-law. What's his name? I'm looking for it. I'm waiting. We've got Dautette, we've got DeCluse, and we're looking for that one more name. Come on, I want to sing happy birthday. What is it? No, this is not a two two show day. This is one show. Charles Charles is his name. Charles Dottet and Decluse. Let's do it. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Charles Dottet and Decluse. Happy birthday to you happy birthday to all of you god bless each and every one of you thank you very much i do like doing that let's come back from this commercial break and let's get back into the show one show today folks one show here we go welcome back to live from america here from the live free or die Granite state of new hampshire this is real america's voice news and i am jeremy harrell thank you for joining in all across the country no matter what platform you're watching on but if you are watching on social media rumble get her anything like that please engage comment share we want to know who you are we want to know what you think we're all inclusive here and it's one big happy family whether we agree on everything or whether we don't thank you very much let's go to the first and foremost section please lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp here we go folks the conservative supreme court of the united states is just getting warmed up. And when you say that, when you say those words, you must think of greatness that is getting ready to come. You have to understand, folks, this conservative Supreme Court that just overturned one of the most evil rulings of all time in the United States and abroad in Roe v. Wade in 1973, this Supreme Court that Donald Trump has legally and rightfully put in the people that he felt would do the best job That will be his legacy. Now, do we always agree with those people that Donald Trump put on the Supreme Court? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I feel that Justice John Roberts and Justin Kavanaugh were absolutely wrong in their ruling with siding with the Democrats on the southern border and the stay in Mexico policy. 100% feel they were wrong. I have disagreed with Amy Coney Barrett. I have disagreed with Neil Gorsuch. I have disagreed with Justice Clarence Thomas. Not very often, but I have. I've disagreed with Justice Alito. Long story short, folks, you have to understand and you have to put your faith in God that on the big ones... On the real big ones, we are going to come out better than we are uh, than we were, would have had Hillary Clinton had all those uh, appointments to the Supreme Court. So, Donald's Trump legacy will this will be this conservative Supreme Court? And like I said, they may be just getting warmed up. As far left, liberal, progressive, communist, Marxist, whatever you want to call them, it all means the same thing today. Freak out over the recent Supreme Court. Decisions. Now, the far left is freaking out over these recent U.S. Supreme Court decisions, and they are frightened that there will be more to come. That is why you see Airhead AOC out there calling for the abolishment of the Supreme Court. That is why you see Biden out there calling for an end to the filibuster, although he's going to run into a massive roadblock with that, too. Thank you, God, as God works in mysterious ways. They're going to do everything they can to try to pack the Supreme Court. That is not going to work either. And they know what is coming down the pipeline, the radical progressives trying to destroy this very great nation in every way are terrified that the U.S. Supreme Court is going to do more to stand up for the rights of of Americans and the Constitution as it was written. Now, far left Politico, who had a major, major hand in getting me banned from all social media platforms, thank you by the grace of God, I'm in a way better place, they're warning they're radicals. The massive jolt that the new conservative Supreme Court supermajority delivered to the political system last week by overturning Roe v. Wade could just be the beginning, they wrote to their very progressive and left wing globalist Marxist base. The next targets could include voting rights, which is a complete lie, state courts' power over elections, which is definitely happening, as I read to you last night affirmative action, I don't know what they're talking about, and laws banning discrimination against LGBTQ people. What are they talking about? Marriage. That's what they're talking about. They know, they know that the Republican people and the Republican Americans here have no desire to stop them from having sexual intercourse or any kind of sexual uh, immorality with whoever they want. It's not our business. You can be in the bedroom with a man. You can be in the bedroom with a woman. You can be in the bedroom with an animal. Well, most and not most states have laws against bestiality. We don't care. What we care about is you hijacking things that are very sacred to us, like marriage, which comes from God, which, by the way, you got your entire understanding, definition, and desire to marry from God Almighty. Comes from the Bible. You tried to hijack the rainbow, which you did for so many years. We took that back here this last June. We care about you encroaching on our traditions, our rights, and our children. So yes, we are coming for that marriage back as well. Not only did we reclaim the the, uh, rainbow, but we will be reclaiming the definition of marriage, which is the sacred bond, the very sacred and holy bond between a man and a woman. Even as these justices wrapped up their work and began their summer break Thursday following an unusually rocky term, the court signaled that its poor standing with the public won't deter justices from taking up ideologically charged disputes that could sow havoc in American politics. Now, if that is true, Supreme Court, and I'm speaking to all of you in the Supreme Court, If that's true, then you should not be afraid to take up cases concerning the election fraud that definitely occurred on November 3rd of 2020. We have proof. We have evidence. We have video. We have phone calls. We have audio. Anything you want, anything you'd like, we will give to you. All we're asking is that you see the evidence. In addition to overturning a nearly half century long federal right to abortion, this is political writing, by the way, The court struck down gun licensing laws in the most populous states, expanding state funding for religious schools, broadening the rights of public school employees to pray publicly at work, and halted lower court orders requiring two states to redraw congressional boundaries to give the minority voters a better chance of electing candidates of their choice. Big wins, I would say. And I definitely, uh, for the Real America's Voice audience during the commercial break, I asked our Live from America audience, would you trade all those Supreme Court wins last week and this week that I just uh, rattled off to you in exchange for the Supreme Court loss that we experienced with the ending of the Trump-era stay in Mexico policy? Most people said, no, I would not trade that. (laughs) Most people said, I would take the wins over the loss, and I think I would, too. I think I would, too. What the court did just on abortion, guns, and congressional power in the last eight days, that alone is momentous. But if these justices stay together over the next few years, I don't think the first shoe has dropped. University of California at Irvine Law, Professor Rick Hassan said, there's so much more the Supreme Court could do to change American society. And I agree, and they will. What liberals don't understand is what the majority of us Americans who will be celebrating this July 4th weekend into Monday already know. And that is, number one, the United States is not only a great country, but is the greatest country to ever, ever be assembled on this planet. It is God's gift to this world. Americans uh, live by the Bill of Rights. No matter how hard the left tries to destroy this country, the U.S. Constitution prevails. Number two, America-loving, God-loving, and family-loving men and women are the base of this country, and you will never destroy the nucleus, which is the family of man, women, children. Why? Very simple. Because you can't beat God. You might be able to beat me. You might be able to beat other conservatives. You might be able to beat rhinos. You might be able to beat other politicians. You might be able to beat law. You might be able to beat lawyers. You might even be able to beat justices. But you cannot beat God, and that alone drives them bat-crap crazy. Number three, the far left. Radical progressives can only push through their policies by bastardizing the Constitution, which will never stand. Number, uh, number four, Americans and the silent majority are behind the SCOTUS' decision, period. And we've got that by not only polls, but we've got that. All you have to do is look at uh, the amount of states that are red and the amount of people in those states that actually are against abortion and for all these Supreme Court rulings. Number, number five, Americans know what the left will do. Uh, that the, the left will do anything to push their America-destroying policies. So we should not have to be proact- uh, reactive anymore. We should be able to be proactive. And number six, Americans will allow radical free speech unlike the left, which prevents and censors free speech of any kind. And in order to have a free country, you have to have free speech. Now, ladies and gentlemen, talking about you can't beat God and God works in mysterious ways, and the left trying to do anything they can to get rid of the filibuster, to codify abortion in Congress, to get rid of this, that, and the other, to pack the Supreme Court. It's not going to happen. Why? Because just like... God has done in the past, in historic fashion, he does it again by using two Democrats to block the ever, uh, everlasting, it seems to be nonstop, we'll call it nonstop, to block the nonstop evil that the Democrats as a whole are throwing at our country. In a huge blow to Joe Biden and the left, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema continue to say, they will not, in any way, shape, or form, kill the filibuster for abort—excuse me—for abortion law. That means that they will not have the majority. That means that the Democrats will not have the, adjo- the majority to pack the Supreme Court. They will not have the majority to codify, uh, to end the filibuster, to codify abortion in Congress. It's not going to happen. The filibuster will stand strong because Joe Biden um, doesn't understand that some Democrats actually still have a moral compass. Some Democrats do believe in God, and some Democrats are willing to stand up for this constitutional republic and not this democracy which so many people ignorantly claim that we live in. Again, ladies and gentlemen, we do not live in a democracy. We live in a constitutional republic, and you should thank God every single day on your knees for the fact that we do. Folks, let's go to a quick commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. I am Jeremy Harrow. This is live from America. Please stay tuned because we've got the Dumb Dumb Award for the month of June to give away right after this. Who thinks they know who's going to get the Dumb Dumb Award for the month of June? That's what I'd like to know right now. Who actually uh, thinks that they know Who is going to get the Dumb Dumb Award for the month of June 2022? If you think you know, let me know in the comments section because I would like to see your reactions and who you believe it's going to be. Because I don't think you know. Either way, let's just get right back into the show because I... uh, I got a lot to do today after this show to get ready for this weekend, so I want to try to get through uh, the commercials as quick as possible. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Back to business. Welcome back to Live from America, folks here on Real America's Voice News. If you're new to the show, let me tell you what we've reduced ourselves to on this show. We are pretty uh, immature sometimes. We give what we call a dumb-dumb award of the day. So anybody who says or does anything incredibly dumb, we throw a candy dum-dum. If somebody does something extremely smart, they get a smarty. So see, we've been reduced to throwing candy on the show, and that's okay. We like it that way. But at the end of every month, or I should say at the beginning of every month, we give a dum-dum award for the entire month of that previous month. Somebody who did something so incredibly dumb, or somebody who did a multitude of dumb things, that actually registers them into a uh, a a drawing of who gets the dumb dumb award of the month, and we've got that dumb dumb for the month of June, ladies and gentlemen. Before we present her with the dumb dumb award, let's go to the video that caused this all to be uh, uh, caused uh, her to even be looked at for such a prestigious award, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Largely.
2: Conservative states, Governor Nome had a point there, people go to the polls. They went to the polls, just like your constituents in Massachusetts where abortion is legal, so why not leave it to the states? Look, we have never left individual rights to the states.
1: Ah, uh, Yeah, we did. The whole idea <laughs> is that women everybody. are
2: not second-class citizens and the government is not the one that will decide about the continuation of a pregnancy. You know, there's no equivalent there for men. So what we believe is that access to abortion, like other medical procedures, should be available across the board to all people in this country. Now. We've got a lot of things on our agenda right now. First of all, we need to help the women who are pregnant right now and need help. And that means sending resources to the states like New Mexico, you know, that border other states that are going to try to help out. It means getting involved by volunteering, by sending money. It also means asking the President of the United States, to make abortion as available as possible with the tools he has, including medication abortion, including using federal lands as a
1: place where abortions can occur. Including using federal lands where abortions can occur. Now, she said some pretty dumb things in that, like we have never left the rights of the people up to the states. Uh, what? What? (laughs) <laughs> uh, I don't understand what that means. Uh, for her to say that to me, she might as well have just said this. The strategy to mobilize true international pressure. I didn't understand what she meant when she said we've never left the absolute rights up to individuals to the states. Uh, United States of America. Governors. State legislatures. Yeah, yeah, anyway, that's not why she gets the Dumb Dumb Award of the month. She gets the dumb dumb award of the month because of that last statement she just said, including using federal lands where abortions can occur. She goes on to say that planned parenthood should put up tents. I'm not kidding you folks. She says that planned parenthood should get involved and they should offer to put up abortion tents on federal lands. That means if you live in a state and you go out there, and you get pregnant, and you want an abortion, and your state doesn't allow it, you can travel to a federal land, like a state park, and, a, and, and Planned Parenthood would be there with little abortion tents, and you could get an abortion on federal lands. That is why, ladies and gentlemen, that she's going to get the Dumb Dumb Award of the month. Now, before we go ahead and give her the award in the ceremony, I would like to say uh, how incredibly wrong She was to assume that these abortion tents would not be abortion teepees, ladies and gentlemen, because she is Pocahontas, right? She is Pocahontas. So technically, technically, they shouldn't be abortion tents. They should be abortion teepees. And how dare her? How dare her be so insensitive to the Native American community out there that also might want abortions? They're not going to want to go into tents. They're going to want to go into teepees. How dare her? She ought to virtue signal a little bit better. She, also, she ought to include the Native American community out there that also wants abortions. So I call on Senator uh, Elizabeth Warren to not only apologize for ma- making such a stupid statement, but she should also apologize to the Native American communities for leaving them out of this and, uh, and not giving them rights to, ma- to also have abortion teepees. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this is how it works. Here on Live from America, every month, we like to honor the biggest dumb-dumb out there. And for the month of June 2022, this prestigious LFA award will go to Senator Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts. Yes, Senator Warren, even though... You tried to virtue signal before and had a racist cookie jar in your kitchen while you drank beers with your husband. We know that you're not that cool. We know that you're really just an ignorant, unqualified senator who won a popularity contest and is one one thousandth of a percent Native American. So you do get the dum-dum award of the day today for suggesting that Planned Parenthood goes into business with the federal government and puts abortion teepees for all the ladies across the land to come and kill their babies. Yes, you get the Dumb Dumb Award of the Month for June. (laughs) Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Cue that Dumb Dumb music. Elizabeth Warren, you get the dumb, dumb award of the month. I mean, I I think that's warranted, right? Warranted. Anyway, she's going to have to get a hold of uh, uh, chief performs abortions so he can go in there and rid uh, mother of, uh, of, 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 of any annoyance. Anyway, Senator Warren, you get the dumb, dumb award of the month. Well, folks, continuing on this train to Stupidville, Um, we're going to continue this journey and this tour to Stupidville. And if you look out the window to your left, ladies and gentlemen, you'll see AOC chanting about stuff that she doesn't understand. If you look out uh, your right window on this train to Stupidville, you might see a, a cackling hyena speaking like a kindergarten teacher to fully grown adults who can understand so much more. And folks, if you look straight ahead, On this train to Stupidville, you will see a failed mayor pretending to be a transportation secretary. Emphasize the word trans in transportation. Pete Buttigieg, ladies and gentlemen, as he has announced an anti-racist road development program. I'm not lying to you, folks. Roads are now racist. Roads. rudes, Whatever you want to call them. Pete Buttigieg says, roads are racist. Under the leadership of the U.S. Transportation Secretary, Pete Buttigieg, the Biden administration launched a $1 billion project to fix America's racist infrastructure system, making our roadways the next frontier of woke politics on your way to Woketopia. According to the Associated Press, who is also filled with a bunch of woke losers, Pete Buttigieg, the Transportation Secretary, launched the Reconnecting Communities Programme, a first-of-its-kind anti-racist infrastructure project aimed at rebuilding communities that were racially segregated and divided by our road projects. The Woke Anti-Racist Roadway program gives states financial support for five years from the project's $1 billion budget. The aim is to help reconnect primarily low-income African-American communities negatively affected by the massive 1950s expansion of the interstate highway system, which, by the way, was funded, voted for, and wanted by the Democrats. Yes, the Democrats. The ones that got so very upset when Abraham Lincoln, a Republican, freed the slaves. Yes, the same Democrats who, in the 1950s and 60s, were pushing for more segregation. Yes, those Democrats, ladies and gentlemen. They're now calling for $1 billion of infrastructure so to make roadways less racist. I don't even know where to go with that from here. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I think I know where to go with that. And that is to another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News because I just cannot stand all of the idiocy. Oh, no, we're not celebrating that anymore. We're going to commercial break. Where's that music? Here we go. There's that commercial music. We'll be right back with more live from America here on Real America's Voice News. Right after this, Pete Booty Judge, don't take any racist roadways. You never know where you'll end up. The Democrats' house, probably. I bet those racist, racist, racist roadways lead right to people like Nancy Pelosi's house. Oh, unbelievable! These people. Transportation Secretary Pete Booty Booty Plug Booty Judge, whatever. Claire, I agree with you 100%. I agree with you 100%. She said she's sick of this racist crap. Me too. It's like every word out of their, out of their mouth is racist. The milk is racist because it's white. The roadway is racist because it's black. The car is racist because it was made by a white man. Ford is racist because it was the first um, Model T car to ever be mass produced and it was by a white man. The sky is racist because there's white clouds in it. Yay. Cool. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, let's move on. Here we go. We're right back here on Real America's Voice, live from America. I'm having a fun day with you guys here on this Friday, Uh, going into this July 4th weekend, because we got to have some laughs. You know what I mean? Not everything can be just news and fighting. Sometimes we got to laugh. Sometimes we got to remember what makes us us. And we have to remember that the theme of Live from America here in 2022 is spread some joy. So let's spread some joy and let's spread some laughs. Amen? Anyway, folks, we left off with, uh, in, in Stupidville. I didn't mean to leave you there in the last segment because nobody wants to be there for that long because they don't want it to rub off on them. So we're going to continue on our little tour of Stupidville here, unfortunately, because it's not done yet. Because now we're going to visit the headquarters of this wretched, woke land, CNN, CNN's got to be the headquarters of Stupidville if one existed. Now, CNN asked the White House Director of National Economic Council what he would tell Americans going into this weekend and into the future who cannot afford to pay high gas prices anymore. And the answer that came out of this loser's mouth it, I, I could not even believe my own ears, folks, when I heard this. Um, actually, I guess I could. I guess I could believe it. Uh, anyway, when asked what he uh, what he would tell people um, about uh, paying high gas prices and all this craziness going on, here was the his military response:
0: Analyst, the director of national intelligence, uh, they say that this could be a long ye- a war measured in years, and I think everybody understands why this is happening, but is it sustainable? What do you say to those families who say, listen, we can't afford to pay 4.85 85 a gallon for months, if not years, this is
3: just not sustainable? Well, what you heard from the president today was a clear articulation of the stakes. This is about the future of the liberal world order and we have to stand firm. But at the same time, what I'd say to that family and to Americans across the country is, you have a president administration that is gonna do everything in its power, to blunt those price increases and bring those prices down. Uh, Good news are the last two weeks we've seen the price of gas at the pump come down about 20 cents but still unacceptably high. That's why the president before he was at NATO in the G7 earlier this week was working to bring the G7 allies together around exploring something around a price cap. To cap the price uh, that uh, can be paid for Russian oil, which will actually target the pain more directly on Vladimir Putin uh, and not on the rest of the world. It's why you have the president calling for here at home a temporary gas tax holiday not only at the federal level but for states to follow the lead and take equivalent actions as well and it's why we are engaged with the industry encouraging them to increase supply increase supply of oil right now and also increase that refinery capacity that we know those companies took offline during the pandemic we need to get more of that online so that we get more gas into the system all of these steps uh, none of them is a like silver bullet alone but you've got an administration that's working on every angle we can to try to keep this price reduction that we're seeing going
0: for all that the white house is doing the president is doing to bring down prices you know the numbers are from the latest poll this is from the ap poll that shows that 85 percent of u.s adults say the country
1: 85 percent of u.s adults say the country's going the wrong way yeah we know that's not what we were focused on in that clip what we were focused on is when he said quote this is about the future of the lib- of the liberal world order And we have to stand firm liberal world order, global world order, new world order, no world order. How about that? As long as there is an American alive with a Bible and a gun, there will be no world order. Get that through your thick, stupid, woke heads. Do you understand what I'm saying? As long as there is an American with the word of God and a gun to protect the rights that God gave him or her, there will be no world order. And we can promise you that. Your move. Now, ladies and gentlemen, before we get to the next story, I, I, I just, I, let's just, I want to talk about that for a minute. I want to talk about that for a minute. Because you always hear these uh, left-wing progressives out there saying stuff like, Oh, you and your tinfoil ad about New World Order. You don't even have to argue with them. All you have to do is go arm yourself with ammo. And not ammo that kills them. Ammo that informs them in the form of information. In the form of sound bites, videos from Klaus Schwab, George Soros, Joe Joe Biden, uh, Kamala Harris, uh, uh, Emmanuel Macron. What's her name there? The uh, former chancellor of Germany, uh, Angela Merkel. Listen to Boris Johnson. Listen to any of these people, and they say the word "new world order." The word "new world order." They tell you their plans. You don't have to argue with these morons. Let them argue with the people they worship. Unbelievable liberal world order. Yeah, right. What does that mean? A bunch of people out in the streets with pink hats on, screaming to the sky because somebody didn't give them something they wanted that day, like petulant little children. Scumbag losers. No place for them here. Anyway, folks, moving on. I would like to highlight one of the sponsors here for Live from America, and that is Gold Co. These guys uh, are are a great company for gold, and uh, so many people are putting their money into real estate and gold because they don't, ex- they don't expect the dollar to sustain. Now, the dollar will bounce back. It always does, and it always will. This country is far from over. But don't let that stop you from owning real estate, and don't let that stop you from owning gold. I don't know if you've got, you guys ever seen that show, Parks and Rec, but there's a, there's a character on there named Ron Swanson, and he doesn't have a lot of money in the bank, but he's got millions in gold. Gold will never, ever, 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 ever be devalued like money. So go to goldco.com, ladies and gentlemen, help secure your nest egg, help put some money uh, into something that will continue to rise because the last time the economy looked like this, I've said it before, the price of gold was up 1,300% and the price of uh, silver skyrocketed 800%. So call 855-559-3433 today and uh, make sure that you're not going to go down with the ship as it goes down. Again, it will come back up, but why don't you have something that's a little bit more secure, okay? Moving on, folks, how many of you, I want you to raise your hand in the comments section, okay? This is where we get engagement. And if you're not watching on social media, if you're listening on the podcast, or if you're watching at home on TV, just engage in. I want engagement on this question. How many of you went to an Ivy League college? Raise your hand. Not me. My hand is not raised. How many of you went to a university? Not an Ivy League college, but just a university. Raise your hand. Not me. How many of you went to a community college? Raise your hand. Not me. How many of you went to a trade school? Well, that's me. I went to a trade school. How many of you never went to any further education after high school? What I'm getting at here, folks, is this. We were always led to believe that these Ivy League universities like Dartmouth and Cornell and all these major universities not only were very hard to get into, very expensive to go to, but we were always told that they were the pinnacle of our education institutions. They were the pinnacle of discipline, and they were the pinnacle of the rule of law. If you were there studying anything about economics, law and order, anything like that, they were the, the creme de la creme, and everything else below was just not as good. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if that's the case, then why did Cornell University just cancel Abraham Lincoln? Out of all the presidents that you could cancel as a left-wing nutjob numbnuts, why would it be Abraham Lincoln? He freed the slaves, a Republican, I might add. But that doesn't matter in today's world. Because we live in a world where there is no such thing as a constant fact that is why Barack Hussein Obama used to say you're entitled to your own op- opinions but not your own facts because they there is two sets of facts there's two sets of justice systems and if you don't believe me do me a favor go to google I know a lot of you don't like to go go to google but I'm doing this for an experiment and I've done it here before on the show go to google and, and type in coffee extends the life of a human being And then go in and type in, coffee reduces the life expectancy of a human being. And there will be doctors and literal experiments done on both sides of the spectrum that support both of them being true. There is no such thing as truth and fact anymore unless you're looking at the Bible. And these people today have no idea that Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves. They have no idea that Republicans are are the party for Minorities and that Democrats are the slave owners and the KKK and the racist uh, scumbags of this earth. And now Abraham Lincoln and his addre- Gettysburg Address uh, plaque has been removed from Cornell University Library. Why? Because somebody complained. A bust of Abraham Lincoln as well as a Gettysburg Address plaque was removed from Cornell University's library because somebody complained. That's right, somebody complained and it was gone. Randy Wayne, a Cornell uh, biology professor, told the college, fix. The university claimed Abraham Lincoln's bust was supposed to be a temporary exhibit. President's, uh, quote, President Lincoln's bust was a part of a temporary exhibit on the 150th anniversary of the Gettysburg Address. The bust was on display in a rare and uh, and manuscript collections from 2013 to 2021. Rebecca Valley, director of the media relations at Cornell University, told Fox Digital on Tuesday. The college reported somebody complained and it was gone. That's all Cornell University biology professor Randy Wayne said he has been able to determine so far about the whereabouts of the longtime display in the Ivy League school's uh, Croach Library of a bust of President Abraham Lincoln in front of a bronzed Gettysburg Address plaque. Wayne, frequent visitor of the library, which housed Cornell's rare and manuscript collections, said when he stopped in several weeks ago, he noticed the display had disappeared. It's been there since I can remember, he told the college in, in an interview. He asked the librarians about it, and they had no details to provide except it was removed after somebody uh, complained. That's it. So ladies and gentlemen, if you want some homework today, or going into the weekend, or next week, then why don't you get a hold of this college? Why don't you get a a hold of Cornell University and let them know what you think about this very racist move of removing President Abraham Lincoln from the library. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We'll be right back to end the show right after this. God bless you. Now, I would understand if this was some uh, some racist person who hated Abraham Lincoln for freeing the slaves. But I guarantee you, this was some left wing nut job who said, "We've got to rid this country of the founding fathers. They were Christians. Separation between church and state." Ah! What can I complain about today? (laughs) Whose life can I get up and ruin from behind this keyboard today? No! Milk is white. Bunch of losers, man. Straight up losers. Anyway, folks, when we come back from this commercial break, I would like to read something to you and then play something for you. And then we'll end, okay? Here we go. Thanks for sticking around here on Real America's Voice, live from America, folks. I want to read something to you before we close out for the day. And that is this. Will the United States fall like Rome? Because that's a question you hear a lot from people. History tells us that the United States, much like Rome and every other major uh, civilization, will fall, right? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to read a little bit about that real quick if I could, okay? The history that followed certainly had moments of genius. However, the ultimate sack of Rome in AD 410 arose from long centuries of internal struggles, very much like those that destroyed the Republic. Added to greed and incompetence was a mix of climate change, unstable borders, and elite population soaked in corruption. All told, you have a basic understanding of what destroyed the Rome world. Yes, the history of this civilization sounds a lot like our own. But then it sounds like most every other civilization that has existed in part of the world at any other time in history. Okay? Believe it or not, there is where the good, this is where the good news is found. Yes, America is a republic. But it is not by any means Rome. This observation was made in a correspondence between Thomas Jefferson and John Adams in 1819 where Jefferson wrote I ask myself what was the government what was that government which the virtues of Cicero were so zealous to restore and the ambition of Caesar to subvert I do not say to restore it because they never had it if their people indeed had been like ours enlightened peaceable and really free the answer would be obvious restore independence to all your foreign conquests relieve Italy from the government of the rabble of Rome Consult it as a nation entitled to self-government and do its will. What is important here is that American founders were not naive about the weakness of Rome. In particular, they despised the emperors and sought whatever good they could find in the old republic. The American founders admired the Roman virtues of citizenship and the Roman government balanced by the citizens, Senate, and magistrates. However, there was no idea of rights. Among the Roman citizens, only power. However, as rights, God-given rights to us, we have the power. We are a republic for the people, of the people, and by the people. And the Constitution gives us plenary power, not the ones in control. So, ladies and gentlemen, the United States has a long way to go, and we will not fall like Rome. Like I said, as long as there is an American... With the word of God, the armor of God, and the Second Amendment, and the guns that, uh, that protect everything else, I think we're going to be okay. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, before we end the day today, we have exclusive footage. We have exclusive footage, never-before-seen footage obtained from the moment that President Donald J. Trump said, go back to the Capitol, I'm the president, and he grabbed the steering wheel from the Secret Service agent. Exclusive right here on Live From America. Check this out. Hold on, folks. A little bit of a technical difficulty. We want to make sure that we've got it. All right. You're not going to see this anywhere else. Live From America. Here we go. We got the goods. (laughs) That's President Trump, folks, exclusive footage of him grabbing the wheel and taking control and saying, take me to the Capitol. Anyway, folks, that's going to do it for Live from America. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for being here. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever, ever, ever prosper. Have a happy Fourth of July weekend, folks. Keep your families close, a smile on your face, and keep spreading that gospel. God bless you. Peace.